Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Uh, Steve, how you doing? I'm doing great. Although it's a little rainy down here in Atlanta, watching the pregame show on ESPN, you can see it's, it's raining down here. But uh, otherwise, we're getting along pretty good. Well, look, you know, it's inside. As long as they play the games inside, you know. Uh, it looks like yeah, it'll the weather be weather doesn't matter. Weather don't matter. Hey, we ready to go. Um, Steve, kind of, you know, kind of talk about this, this, um, you know, the mentality going into this. You know, there's a lot of people, uh, you know, that will think that the Ohio State backed their way into it um, because they didn't win the Big Ten championship and, and you know, lost to Michigan. However, um, what what is the mentality and how has Ryan Day tried to focus his team on saying, look, we got an opportunity to come in here and to do something major, what have the what has the feeling around Columbus been in the month or month or so um, since the loss to Michigan? You know, it's probably been really rough on the players and coaches for 35 days to listen to how badly that they played against the University of Michigan. And I, in fact, I was one of those people complaining and and really, you know, just pointing out, you know, what happened against Michigan. There were a lot of breakdowns defensively. They gave up five touchdown plays of 45 yards or longer, and it was guys that just missed assignments, uh, safeties that got caught staring into the backfield, uh, some missed tackles, you know, at times that, that really plagued them. And on offense, they didn't have the same kind of, uh, of uh, execution that we'd seen in previous games. Couldn't run the ball. Obviously, the running backs were all banged up. And, you know, just a lot of factors involved in that defeat. And, you know, in a sense, yes, they did back their way into this with USC losing in, you know, blowout fashion uh, to Utah in the Pac-12 championship. When it turned out, you had two undefeated teams left, which were Georgia and Michigan, and two teams with one loss, which were Ohio State, TCU. There was nobody else at that level. Everybody else had two or more losses. So it was a pretty easy decision for the committee to put those four teams into the playoff, even though Ohio State and TCU didn't win their conferences, certainly with the losses that they had, but they still were among the top four. So we've got two semifinal games today, Ohio State versus Georgia. Georgia's a touchdown favorite, and the other one's Michigan and TCU out in Arizona, and Michigan's a touchdown favorite over TCU. So the underdogs in both these games have got to come in and, uh, and play their best game to try and knock off the, the undefeated team. And I think that's the role that Ohio State has embraced is the underdog role. They're rarely the underdog. The last time they were a point spread underdog was against Alabama in the national championship game two years ago down in Miami in the COVID year, and they got blown out in that game. So that's not a good omen, certainly. But, uh, you know, the last time they beat a number one ranked team was in a semifinal against Alabama. 
in the 2014 Sugar Bowl, or 2015, I guess, you know, that 2014 season when they won the national championship. And everybody remembers the big run by Ezekiel Elliott and remembers what kind of a, a heavyweight title fight that was, you know, hitting punches back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, you watch that Notre Dame and South Carolina game last night, some of the other bowl games, and you just see what it takes to win these games against top competition. you got to play a full 60 minutes. So that's what Ohio State's uh, uh, d- desire, what they're what – they're, goal is to do today play a full 60 minutes and let the chips fall where they may um steve when you look at this this game plan um you look at cj stroud a lot of people have been critical of the way you know he has played um in, in bigger games um and one of the things they point to is not really his throwing is it's just him taking off running and being able to extend plays or, or move the chains with his feet is that a big part of you know is that a big part of him him struggling and do you think he will run more, or do you think that's his game and that's just what it is and they'll live and die with his arm? Garrett, that's a great question. That's the $64,000 question for Ohio State tonight because this Georgia defense is pretty rugged. You're not going to be able to line up and run the football against them, so you may need to have some of those plays where you're able to break contain. I like what Ohio State's done running the ball with Xavier Johnson sometimes on reverses a backup wide receiver, Mecca Buca has been used in that role as well, and those plays fit in. Uh, for for uh, Stroud, I agree 100%. If he's got open green space in front of him, whether it's stepping up in the middle of the pocket and going between the hash marks down the middle of the field and getting down before you take a heavy hit, hit or getting to the outside and getting out of bounds before you take a big hit, he's got to do that. And there is no tomorrow. You have to pull out every stop to win this game. You've got to convert every third down you can get and get the ball into the red zone and uh, hope you're able to convert in the red zone. So uh, that, to me, is, is critical tonight. This is a guy, Stroud, who is currently number two all-time at Ohio State in passing yards and touchdowns. He's moved past you know, guys like Arch Leister and Bobby Hoying and Troy Smith and all these other guys who played at Ohio State, you know, the only guy he's never going to you know, match up to with the numbers is J.T. Barrett, who was there four years. So uh, he put some records. I think his touchdown record is the Big Ten record. It's, it's way out there. So, uh, But the problem is where Barrett and all those other guys at least had a Big Ten championship trophy and some of them a national championship trophy. He doesn't have anything in his trophy case. So – you know, he's playing for his legacy. He's 0-2 versus Michigan. A win in this game would mean everything, you know, to, to say that they made the championship game at the very least and uh, beat the number one ranked team uh, to do it and in their backyard, too. So I'm staring at the stadium, and uh, it's going to be a sea of red in there tonight. I, I think about 75,000 people, and I'd, I'd put about 50 of them are going to be Georgia. So, yeah, it's going to be a tough, tough one for the Buckeyes tonight. Talking to Steve Hellwagon on the story of 24-7 Sports and Bucknuts.com on the North Oak State Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Mountain Um, This game, it's been made a lot out of physicalness, right? And, and you know, Michigan, little, uh, you know, really out physical Ohio State, especially where they ran the ball on the ground. What are some of the adjustments that the, the, the Buckeyes defense is going to have to make on Georgia, who has four running backs that can play um, and, and dynamic playmakers in, in a really good offensive line? Yeah, you make a great point. Their top three running backs, it's kind of by committee. The starter is usually Kenny McIntosh, and he's a very talented back. He is 
kind of a unique uh, slender type of back who can, uh, you know, cut on a dime, has great vision, maximizes plays. He's not, he's not going to, you know, game break you per se, but he also catches a few passes out of the, the, uh, the backfield. And uh, by that committee, their top three guys have combined for almost 2,000 yards and 24 touchdowns. And, and that's a lot of production out of that position, obviously. So uh, I think that they've done a great job running the ball. The Ohio State defense, uh, you know, gave up two long runs to Michigan, but otherwise, you know, kept them in check. The other, other plays, Michigan hardly didn't uh, get anything on the ground. So, uh, you know, that's the thing. Are you, are you going to play like you did the other 30 plays against Michigan, or are you going to play like you did those four or five chunk plays that, that really uh, turned the game for Michigan's favor? Uh, the big thing for Ohio State in this game is checking the tight ends. They've got a guy, Brock Bowers, who was a, a second-team All-American. He's 6'3", 230. He's, he's a mismatch. He's their top receiver, 52 catches on the year. And the guy that he plays alongside there at tight end, they run a lot of two tight end sets, is uh, Darnell Washington. He is 6'7", 270 pounds. And CBS right now on their website has him – Peg somewhere around 20 in the first round as an NFL draft pick, just because it's 672 or 67270. He moves well. He does so many things well and uh, really could fit in at an NFL level, certainly. So, uh, Ohio State's linebackers and safeties are going to have to be assignment sound tonight, not get caught staring into the backfield, letting those guys get deep behind them because it'll be six points. Yeah, you know, Mr. Washington, he reminds me a little bit of uh, Ricky Dudley back in the day. Ricky Dudley was, yeah, like he... He blocks out the sun. Yeah, like he's just huge. He wears number zero. You look like, wow. He looks like an offensive tackle out there playing tight end. Man, but you do do mention something. One guy we have not mentioned is one Stinson Bennett. Now, this guy, they call him the mailman because he, you know, he, he came to camp at Georgia um, and small guy um, came to camp in Georgia. They gave him opportunity to come on. I, I can't remember if he walked on or he got a scholarship to start with. Yeah, he was a walk on. He was a walk on, and, and Georgia at the time had three or four, you know, all Americans, top prospects at quarterback. And he eventually rose to the point where he was the starting quarterback. And the thing about him is, he's he's a sneaky athlete. Um, he has some some wheels. He has some ability to get out of the pocket. He just that, that he just looks like he doesn't choose to, um, but yeah, he has a strong arm. He has a you know he he has a quick release. But here's the thing, he's not elite. Uh, do you think that the, the Ohio State, if you look at Georgia, the one weak link that they have could possibly be the most important guy, which is the quarterback? You make a great point, and uh, Bennett, you know, is always regarded as a caretaker of the offense. This year, he did kind of become more of a playmaker at times, but in talking to the people who covered Georgia or there every week, they didn't feel like he played very well down the stretch in the games in November. They had a struggle against Kentucky, only beat them 16-6. to Kentucky was a reasonably good team, I think an eight-win team. Uh, they also had a struggle early in the season at Missouri, where they were behind in the second half. They were behind at 1.16-3. to and they somehow pulled that one out. I think it was a four-point win. So they've had a couple couple close scrapes. Uh, you know, I want to see uh, how Ohio State defends him tonight because there was a play in the Tennessee game that really kind of defines him. He got blitzed up the middle, I think, by a linebacker, 
and he made that guy miss deep in the pocket, got outside, broke contained to the right, then juked the guy at the five-yard line and dove at the pylon. You're going to see that play over and over on a reel if you're watching the uh, the uh, the pregame shows because that, that's one play that Bennett made. With his feet, a 13-yard touchdown run that kind of speaks to what he can do. Does Ohio State try and collapse the pocket on him and try and get pressure on him, or do they play contained, try and keep him in the pocket, and make him uh, try and make plays against them? They've got a tough tough thing there because I don't think Ohio State's pass rush has been what it needs to be. They only had one sack in the Michigan game, and that was on an intentional grounding call. So they never tackled the Michigan quarterback, and uh, this guy's every bit as mobile as J.J. McCarthy was. So, uh, you know, I want to see, uh, you know, what Ohio State does to, to, to confront him and put him in a, in a situation that, uh, you know, get some negative plays, maybe force an interception. He doesn't throw very many, but, uh, you know, get him off his spot and uh, make him uncomfortable. We'll see how, how he reacts to that. What do you expect to see from the Ohio State running game tonight? Oh, that's a great question. That that's a that's been an enigma wrapped in a riddle or whatever the line was for that JFK movie. Uh, you know, I I think about it, and uh, obviously Travion Henderson, their dynamic running back, you know, has been hobbled by injuries all season. Will not play. He's got a broken foot. Had to have surgery. He's down here supporting the team. Mayan Williams has been, you know, the the next man up. And he's had some great moments this season, but he's also been beset by injuries, didn't get uh, many carries against Maryland or Michigan because he was hobbled. Uh, They say he's close to 100%. He was sick this week and missed a little bit of time, but he was back on the practice field yesterday. So that was a good sign, I think. And then beyond him, they used Chip Trianum, a kid from up there, I think Akron Hoban. Uh, He uh, went to Arizona State for two years, played running back, Wanted to play linebacker, wanted to play at Ohio State, so he used the transfer portal and repped at linebacker for the first seven weeks of the season at midseason when these injuries started cropping up. They moved him over to his old position at running back, and he really didn't use him until the Michigan game. He had one carry in the weeks prior to that, then he had, I think, 14 carries for 80 yards, something like that, against Michigan, and he was the, the only back, but he's not a game-breaker. He's he's bulked up to 235 pounds, so... You know, he can handle the pounding inside, but he's not going to hit a home run with that. Neither really is Williams. Williams, you know, he's more of a bowling ball type as well. And then you get the freshman, Dallin Hayden, who, you know, had 100-yard games against Indiana and Maryland. And you're thinking going into the Michigan game, this might be a guy that could make a difference. They gave him two carries. It was like he was in the witness protection program for the Michigan game. And, you know, that's one of the many questions or reasons why they lost that game, in, in my opinion, is that they didn't play him in some pivotal positions. I don't know if they were scared to put that put a freshman in that situation, but uh, he'd shown pretty well the two weeks prior. So, you know, that, that's a question that'll haunt them forever. You know, they didn't win that game and didn't play a guy who had a hot hand, in my opinion. So uh, what kind of role is he going to play tonight? But uh Georgia's number one against the run, 77 yards, uh, number one nationally, only giving up 77 yards a game. And a lot of that's function that they get ahead of teams so much that, you know, the other team's got to throw the ball to try and get back into it. I mean, they led LSU, I think, 35-10 to 10 at halftime. The game ended up 50-30, to 30, and uh, LSU threw for 502 yards and, and really gave up trying to run it. So uh, maybe uh, Stroud and, and Harrison and Buka can take advantage of that.
Okay, well, let's get your prediction here. Um, you know, big time, oh, man. big time game for Ohio State. They got they've got the rougher to draw. Um, as we talked about it, Georgia is coming in, been the number one team all year. Does Ohio State have what it takes on the sidelines with the coaching staff and the talent to get it done against one of the more dominant teams that we've seen in the last couple of years? Garrett, they got to put it all together tonight. They got to have a great game, calling the plays, uh, put the players in the right position. The players got to execute, which. None of that happened against Michigan. They just all had a bad day. And some of that was Michigan, you know, making, making them look bad at times with some of the things they were able to execute. But uh, they got, you know, I think they're a better team than they showed that day. Uh, they deserve to be in this spot. They've got talent up and down the line. This is a talent-equated game. Ohio State's every bit as good as Georgia, but it's going to be who goes out on that field and makes it happen tonight. It's hard to repeat as a national champion. Ohio State had a great team in 2015, but it never really clicked. And uh, Georgia's trying to trying to become the first playoff team that that uh, since 2014 to repeat, and that's a tough thing to do. Uh, it's kind of a setup. It's all right here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, where they've already won two games this season. As I said, they're going to have huge crowd advantage as well. I'm I'm looking for a tight game, you know, and uh, I think it'll be decided at the end. Maybe a field goal at the end wins it. Uh, you know, I just look at it that, that Ohio State's got so much to prove and they're so much better team than they showed against Michigan. And, uh, you know, I just think that uh, this is the kind of game that, that makes your season, makes your decade. I mean, they've lived off that Alabama win for the last seven or eight years, and, and this would be similar to that, even if it's not Alabama, it's Georgia. But, uh I think it's Ohio State 37, Georgia 34, and uh, we are in for uh, probably two really good semifinal games today. Steve, I thank you so much. Uh, we'll talk to you. Hopefully we can get to talk to you next week um, as the Buckeyes could get a win and, and see themselves in a championship game, either going against Michigan, which would be huge, or TCU as well. Steve, thank you so much for coming on. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Gary. Take care. All right. That's Steve Hellwagon of 24-7 Sports and Bucknets.com. Uh, coming up here, we'll go to a... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.